And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a producer who's podcasted everywhere and is still standing tall. She's seen a million doggies and she's pet them all. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian and the man you want by your side if you ever time traveled to 1987 and forgot your TV guide. It's Ken Reed. Tone Zone is here to explain why the grocery store's self-checkout does not have a mirror. I'm her husband, Daniel. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison. Allison. With perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little licorice jelly beans. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Cindy Clausen. Now, there was a little bit of controversy because in a Patreon post earlier, I mentioned that my son Owen, who just turned three, has been calling Skittles Squiddles, and I wanted to make that the carbohydrate, but he's not a subscriber, and I'm not one for nepotism, so until he is old enough to subscribe to my Patreon, which I would recommend everyone does because you get bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. We just had an episode come out with one Tony Thaxon, and everyone on this very episode, which you're listening to right now, has been a Patreon guest probably multiple times, and you can hear all the hot gossip and hot dish and and controversial things that could get them canceled. I don't even know what I'm saying. Anyway, lots of behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, stuff behind the paywall with them. Uh, there's a level where you can text me, and I'll text you back. You can watch this video um, and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. And if, if you subscribe for a year, you get... 12 months for the price of 10. So two months free. That's the pitch I would give my own son, Owen. So I was saying, that's a good look, the carbohydrate is not going to be squiddles till you make your own money and subscribe with your own money because you're not getting a free ride just because you're my son. Uh, I feel that's just good parenting. And, but anyway, some people submitted squiddles as the carbohydrate and I was really tempted but then I said, what kind of message would I be sending? So hence, <laughs> the carbohydrate is... <laughs> it might as well be squiddles. Do you even remember? Does anyone remember what the actual carbohydrate <laughs> nope. was? Sure Licorice? Don't. Sure don't. Jelly yeah. beans. No. By Which Cindy. I don't even think are a carbohydrate. Are those a car- are they are. Yeah. Carbohydrates are sugars and starches and whatnot. And you know what? I like black licorice jelly beans. And I know that I'm in the minority. We are mighty and we're loud and we're proud. And I would like to know when I introduce everyone how you feel about black licorice as a flavor. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a fun one. Hello, Ken Reed. Hi, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm not a big fan of black licorice. I was the kid on Halloween who would be very angry when someone gave me good and plenties. Mm. I was like, fake medicine candy? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> how do you feel about like a good and fruity? Good and fruity just sounds like an insult. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you don't want a good and plenty? How about a good and fruity for you then? <laughs> right. Good and fruity also. I see. I like a good and plenty. Again, I know. I know it's Did you always. I, me or Ken? Yeah. Acquired taste like you matured into. No, yeah. I think I was born with a box of good and plenties in one hand. Hmm. I've and, always and, liked them. 
Also, you can imagine growing up in Boston how good and fruity would go over. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they make you leave. You have to go to Fire Island. Yeah. Even if you just had one once. Like, my cousin ate a good and fruity, and he fucking lives in Florida now. (laughs) What about... What about fucking goobers, dude? <laughs> fucking goobers live up in Maine, kid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good and fruity. <clears throat> I don't know what fruit it's supposed to be. Uh, I don't enjoy them as much. Renee Colvert, welcome back to the show. Another week of May. I know. It's, it's a real here. Renee streak. I know. I, hot- I'm over the moon about such a thing, uh, especially because it it brought a memory back that was like, oh, God, I forgot about how strategic I was in loving in quotes, uh, black licorice jelly beans, black jelly beans, black licorice jelly beans, the bad ones. Call as a BLGs. kid, <laughs> as a kid, I uh, forced myself to love them because no one else in the family will eat them. So if there is a bowl that is a communal bowl of jelly beans around Easter, you will strategically get more jelly beans if you can force yourself to like the black ones. Oh, the level of... I know. I love I you, know. but the level of... <laughs> codependence in your and and i come from a similar family but like training yourself to like the thing that no one likes so you can take it off everyone's hands and also get more is sad but so you like them though we will have you all terrible oh you hate them (laughs) that's the whole reason i went to al-anon just to be like i like black jelly beans and we have to take this codependency off my plate they're like we can't help like them (laughs) (laughs) i like them what's not to like they're pretty good Aniseed is not a good um, flavor. And also anise, which derives from the same Latin word as anus, because that's what it looks like. Is that true? Yes. Oh, it does start wow. anise does look yes. like an anus. Did um, you just look that up or you know that? Is that in your head? Everybody knows that, right? No one no! knows that. No one you knows that. Like every cooking show where they're like, and a little star anise, and you're like, ha ha, buttholes. No. But the Latin root of it? Are you sure? Dark butthole my whole life and I didn't even know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Johnson (laughs) thought that pregnancy had turned her butthole dark and it turned out that her butthole has always (laughs) been dark. No one wants wants a total eclipse of the butt. (laughs) Wait a minute. Are you sure? Tony, we're going to need you to ombuds this. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't don't even know how one does this. Yeah. What what am I doing? You're finding out. (laughs) First of all, you're finding out, yeah, of (laughs) anise, anise or anise. Star anise. Is the root the same as anus? (laughs) (laughs) This is. We're having fun. (laughs) And just that flavor, like if you go to an Italian bakery and everything looks really nice, but everything also tastes like someone sprayed it with licorice perfume, like just a little bit, everything. (laughs) <laughs> you know right. who here is italian i know dan i know my husband is it. i have to say the, and, and i don't usually go for insulting entire cultures i save that for uh that's my co-host greg fitzsimmons on childishes <laughs> that's his job italian desserts are not the best i do i do like tiramisu but they have good sure. names zabaglioni yes but it tastes well, my dad used to try to make it a lot when I was growing up. Um, and I don't, I, I've never had like authentic Zabaglione, but I've had what my dad makes, which tasted just like, sort of like a custard that tastes like alcohol. And yeah, I don't know if that's... It's basically red wine custard. Yes. That yeah. doesn't wow. sound good to me. A nice, <laughs> a nice uh, Spumoni or a Tartufo is nice. I guess. They're okay. I feel like they're all okay, but they're not as good as, you know, 
French hand, desserts. Handful Amish of black desserts. jelly beans. Tony, yeah. have you found the um, butthole spice yet? <laughs> no. I, Jackie's I, anus I online. Was, no, butthole no. spice was kicked out of the space girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anus spice. <laughs> it's a spice. <laughs> All right. While you look that up, let us know, Tony, how do you feel about black jelly beans? He's like, I can't find it. I don't, I don't know how to look this up. So, Tony, tell us about butt stuff. Do you like it? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like black licorice or jelly beans. Jelly beans in general. Yeah, wow. I'm, not a, I'm not a jelly beansman. Uh, jelly beansman. Um, okay. Uh, okay, what is the root of anise? Anise itself is an old English word from the 13th century old French anise and ultimately the Greek root anison, which confusingly means both anise and dill. I would have to spend more time with this, though, to get and to... dill. Dill, dill. Ah, there right you go. in front of us this whole time. Daniel? Okay. I know how you feel about black jelly beans. You don't like them. Uh, no, I actually like them now. I always hated them my whole life. But have you guys ever had um, those little tiny little Italian licorice? They're called chips. They come like individually wrapped and they're like little black with red tips on the end. No, oh, I've never yeah. even seen this. My stepdad w- was like obsessed with those things. And um, they're not even sweet. It's just like. At least with black uh, licorice jelly beans, there's a lot of sugar in there. <laughs> but right. if it's just that licorice flavor without the sweet and like strong, almost like a strong mint, but with that licorice flavor, that really turned me off of uh, of that flavor for a long time. But now remember I like when, it. Remember when salted licorice was like people were like, well, salted yeah. caramel's big. Let's do the salted licorice. And there were people who were like, oh, I love it. And I was like, no, you don't. Is that someone, a Swedish yeah. thing? Yes. Is someone it? sent that yeah. in for snack chat, which by the way, we need to hear the snack chat drop. And it was snack chat. I would describe Ready. it as abrasive and saline. It was, mm-hmm. I did not enjoy it. No, it doesn't no. sound good. I've never even heard of that till right now. Yeah, it's just salted licorice. It's all the it's the same licorice flavor you don't like plus salt. Yeah, it was like mid twenty tens. It had a moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. I don't want to take us off course, but am I reading the room right? The thing we're mad about is the shape of licorice, and so we want to come after tubes because if so, sweet tarts. What are you doing with these ropes? I cannot have it. The sweet tarts used (laughs) to be so good. They used to be so perfect. No, you're wrong. They they used to be so wonderful with their big that you had your options of your big. You have your options of your little. They were all bite size. And now they come in a rope that's weird. I've never even had a sweet tart rope. It's only ropes now. Is it just only ropes? Is it a a sweet tart flavored licorice? Yeah. It's it's sort of like a it's like a tube and it has a filling in the middle. Oh, that's oh. intriguing. And the filling is like where the sweet tart flavor is. The tube part is, a, is sort of flavorless. It's it's like if you ironed out a Twizzler <laughs> Which and I filled do. it with like liquid sweet tart. Is it like a frosting or is it a goo? It's like a gel. No. It's like a goo. Oh, it's, no, 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 no. Thank you, Allison. No, no, no. Who wanted rope. this? Yeah. Nerd ropes. But nerd, nerd ropes, ropes was I'm like into. a fly paper. It had like nerd <laughs> stuck to the outside. <laughs> Like, how do you feel about spree? Love spree. We can all agree that spree were great. And and are still in non-rope form. So I feel like as a a, a comparable alternative, you could go with spree. 
Okay. So you can't mm-hmm. buy regular sweet tarts at all anymore. They're so oh, hard to find. Pretty really. was an improvement on the sweet tart. Yeah. Are we talking? But then sweet tarts came back with shock tarts. They were like, oh, <laughs> oh, we, we're still in the game. <laughs> what is that? Something painful? A painful they tart? Were like, they were like, uh, like sour <laughs> sweet tarts because to compete with the more sophisticated flavor of the spree. <laughs> now, are we talking like little? Sweet tarts that are like Alka-Seltzer size, or are we talking chewy sweet tarts? You can't find any of them. They're all ropes. I, Both. Renee's the one with the scoop here. I, I don't know about <laughs> this. Maybe it's a supply chain thing. It might be, but I, yeah, I've looked. I've looked high and low. I can't find them. I have to order expired from Amazon. Oh my it's terrible. god! Oh my god! Well, I, so I have an update before we move on to other stuff. Uh, on so this is we are recording this ahead of time. This is going to air in a few weeks, so things might have changed. But as of right now, uh, Tony and I just recorded a Monday episode where we put out a call for a young person czar which would be a young person (laughs) who can periodically weigh in on young people issues. Because I have heard that there's something going on with the thumbs up emoji. People aren't, don't, you're not supposed to use it. It doesn't mean, yeah, I know. I'm seeing a lot of furrowed brows. It doesn't. Sexting? It's not a sexting thing, Ken. (laughs) That's what I assume all emoji things you're not supposed to use are. No, you can use it, but, well, so, I had just heard like it doesn't mean what we think it means. So then when I do like yes, a tap, it fucking does. No, it doesn't though. And that's what I heard. And so I'm like, I need a young person czar. So if you want to be our young person czar, write in. And I so I'm going to give you an update on that. But anyway, a few people wrote in to let me know that it's seen as like a passive aggressive thing if you use it. So oh. it's the it's um it's the like, equivalent. Okay. Sarcastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's the equivalent of writing like just K. Like a response to oh, like no. K. Yeah. But every kiss begins with K. That's what I heard too. <laughs> but anyway, it's okay to use it as a tap back. Cause like, you know, when you just put like a heart to someone's text, I've stopped just doing a thumbs up. Cause I didn't know if there was some reason not to do that, but it's okay to do the thumbs up tap back, but just a thumbs up response to a text is like, okay. But so not anyway, the actual text. Okay. we do have no text me. So it's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we do have, a young, a guy named Isaac has written in. He's in the running for the young person czar. He is 23. He's been listening for seven years. Love that. And uh, I feel like he's he's currently running unopposed. Now, by the time this airs, you know, it's only been a day at, at the time sure. we're recording this. I got to give it more time to see, you know, we got to see who comes out of the woodwork in terms of young people. But I feel like he's got a great <laughs> shot right now. So pretty soon we're going to be so young and, and so hip. history. I know. I feel like, uh, I feel like is necessary. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got the whole back catalog. I know. What's the math there? Good. That's like forty percent of his life. <laughs> Feels like forty percent of mine. It's about. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Seems it's accurate. pretty great. Um, and there was something else that I was going to say that really strongly related to that, and I don't know what it is. So let's. Oh yes, I know what I was going to say. But. What, well, hold on, hold on. What? 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 If if the thumbs up is sarcastic, what is the emoji? It's not sarcastic. It's passive aggressive. That's what, what every happened? young person has written in to say. So what about okay, thumbs but, down? But what's the emoji to mean what the thumbs up is supposed to mean? 
Like, what is the non-sarcastic? Yeah. It's not okay. the okay sign. We know that. No. Painstakingly typing, okay, sounds good. I appreciate you. Thank is you that so it? much. Right. Like an acknowledgement, a, a, a sort of a sincere acknowledgement. This is where we need the czar. And by, yeah. Yeah. We do. We really do. I don't know. Now, if it's young people, it might just be like under boob. That seems to be how they communicate everything these right. days. It's like right. that flag. What's the what's the flag language? Right. <laughs> and should I not even be using the term czar right now? Is that tone deaf? Oh boy. I think because of what's going on in the world. Oh yeah, nice work, Allison. Yeah. So They're what should so we call them? Real pickle liaison. Oh um, yeah, I should liaise with the young people. Let's. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, uh, youth anise. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So anyway, today, for no reason whatsoever, even though I have a bunch of theories of reasons, uh, I have been feeling very melancholy. Here's my potential reasons. Again, though, when this airs, I could be on top of the world. <laughs> Here's the possible reasons. I'm overtired. Uh, where I am in my cycle, which is premenstrual, prime melancholy time. Um, we are going on a trip and we haven't traveled uh, in this entire pandemic. So I feel like that could be stirring up some stuff. Um, I recently got in touch with a friend from college who I haven't been in touch with in a really long time. And that is so exciting, but I just feel like it potentially, I don't know, like it doesn't make sense that that would be making me melancholy though, except that it's like the sort of like, there's so much nostalgia attached with that, but I'm like genuinely like really happy about that. And then, Oh, also, a couple people now I've heard have been like, a new variant's going to be here in three weeks, and that is depressing. Um, By the time you hear this, it'll be like four days from now. Oh, and then um, I recently, and Daniel and I got into this on an episode that has aired by the time you hear this, I switched pharmacies and my brain pills, it's a different, I take the generic, but it's a different manufacturer. And I'm concerned that that might be having enough. I've, it's only two days now on the different. It's the same pill, same dosage, but a different manufacturer. And I'm concerned. That if that, you think that won't be affecting no, me? I'm concerned that, that could be, though. No, um, it shouldn't. Anyway, so all that is going on. So when, I picked I, up your, when I picked up your brain pills, well, there were a couple gentlemen using a new kind of brain pill that looked pretty good. They were, um, they, yeah, they were smoking crack. Oh, it's a vape pill. Uh, Wait, what? (laughs) So anyway, I just want to know when you guys are feeling this way, because I know that we're all a bunch of people who are in touch with our emotions or in touch with not feeling great sometimes. What do you guys do? And I know that it's like, and I'm not talking about like, I volunteer. Well, you know what? If that's what you do, great. But I just mean when you're in that, like, I do not even have the energy to do anything big. Because I was just like, I should just, po- I didn't even, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but like, I, could, I didn't even have it in me to like post an Instagram story about how I was feeling. I'm like, I don't even want, I don't even have words right now. I don't even want to open my mouth and talk. And for me to not have words, I am like such a wordy bitch. Something's <laughs> going on. So I was like, I just want to put on music that's going to make me feel better. What's music that you can't feel sad when you're listening to? So I put on Don't Stop or We'll Die. Um, Paul nice. Rust, Michael Cassidy, Tony Thaxton. Um And that did lift my mood. And now I'm doing this show, which always makes me feel better. But yeah, I was just wondering, like, what's your like immediate go to when you're feeling crappy? I will say this is the most up I've been in a while. I've been particularly 
that like I feel like the last two years have unfixably broke me. Oh no. And I am fat and sad and tired all the time. <laughs> and I have been having a particularly bad time mm-hmm. in the last couple months. Like my 2019 into now has just been a a, a snowball of misery. Mm. Um I feel completely useless and out of control and also have zero motivation to do anything. I think a lot of people are feeling that right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm having major um, anxiety and like weird panic dreams. Like I wake up in a panic like I did last night. Um, And I also have this feeling that like I'm seeing people out doing things. And to me, it looks like they're like burned and their clothes are all tattered and they're like pretending to drive cars and stuff. <laughs> Wait, and that's I'm it. Like, but in you're your... not really driving a car in your dreams or like, that's how that not, I don't literally see this, but okay. that's how I feel mm-hmm. like when people are out there and I'm like, Oh, you guys are, you having a nice pretend that things were like they used to be and they're not <laughs> right. Like they're having tea parties, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that makes me feel crazy and mm. also just like sad. Um, like because to you, the pandemic has irrevocably, I'm putting words in your mouth, but is this, is this what you're saying? Like the pandemic has irrevocably changed reality and the world as you know it. And people are acting as if they're, they're resu- they've resumed their lives and things are normal. But you're looking at it like this is like craziness. Like things are not the same as they were. You can't yes. act like yes, they're the that same. That is certainly it. Yes. And also nobody seems to be acknowledging the incredibly massive ongoing trauma. Right. Like, the other well, day on yes. the news, they showed pictures of like the bodies in cardboard boxes and on refrigerator trucks. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you guys remember that last year? That was kind of like... Yeah, I was I was thinking about that recently about how we're we're coming very close to a million people report that we know. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we, we could very easily be well over that. Um, but um, we have not had any kind of national mourning over this. Right. No moment of silence. You know, like all those performative things we do when there's a national tragedy, we haven't done anything to acknowledge this this massive thing that has just happened in our society, and that is, I think, on some level, fucking us up. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's really it's crazy I mean, making. I, I've had, I mean, part of it is my age. I think we're all roughly of similar age, and this is the kind of time when like people we know who we grew up with start to die for like non-COVID related reasons mm-hmm. as well. So even people that are, you know, some, some old friends, just people that I knew kids I went to high school with in the last year, probably 10 of them have died from non-COVID things. And that would be tough anyway, but combined with the fact that you see these million people die and no one gives a fuck, yeah. <laughs> like people just right. don't people just move on with their day, um, which partly I'm like, I get that. Like you need like, that's, you have to, or else you'd no one would do anything. But at the same time, I'm like. Oh, n- just don't matter. Like people at work will die. And then they're like, Oh yeah, they died. Anyway, uh, this thing that doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like someone, someone, I, I wish I could remember who said this, but they called this the apocalypse that you still have to go to work. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Sorry. I'm capitalizing the misery. If I'm wrong, my brain may be playing tricks on me, but didn't Biden do a moment of silence oh, yes. right when before he, he got inaugurated? Came in, he had all the lights, mm. the candles. But, then, yes. so, when we hit but it like wasn't, 600, wasn't I enough. I about that. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't a Band-Aid ripoff. <laughs> like, you know, not that we compare tragedies, but people, you know, 9-11 was 3,000 people. We literally were losing that a day. Um, and it's just not this because it wasn't like an immediate it's, I think it's be, right. It's because it's so amorphous and it, there's not yet bookends. I think mm-hmm. it's really hard to know, to know when and how to process it. Um, and I can't, I, I'm not speaking to like the lack of leadership giving us a way to process it. I just mean in general, like how and when do we process it? I don't know because it's ongoing. There's also like yeah. a lot of our energy is spent pushing back against this extremely loud minority of people who want to just say it's not a thing at all. Right. You know? And it's like, I feel like so much energy. I spend way too much energy uh, thinking about uh, people who are just arguing against reality. Yeah, like what no. the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you know, yeah. Or like when that stupid trucker convoy thing <laughs> happened right at the same time as what's broke out in Ukraine. And I'm like, look at what's happening there, you fucking idiots. And you're like, I want to I drop my truck. But what were they even protesting? They were protesting against Nothing. mandates that don't exist. Yeah. What, what like, mandates are you talking about? You can do everything out here. Just to be so completely unaware, have no lack of self-awareness where like people with actual freedoms being taken away (laughs) exist in the world. And you're like, I want to go to my NASCAR down NASCAR. (laughs) So no one has perspective. Like now selflessness. It just doesn't exist. I don't know. We need it. We need a national cry. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need to just like. We should just have a time, and it should be a time of the day every day. Because I could, I, I certainly have oof. some tears. That well, you know, there that. was like during the AIDS epidemic, they had that quilt that would travel around, and you'd see that quilt, and it would just be like, and you'd see it all, every so often. It would like come to a new city, and they would, and you, it would, you'd have that feeling of perspective and how much, you know, loss of life there was, and it was just like, oh. But like this, this is like. Do you think you know? people have changed? The, like, I feel like there's a selfishness and a, a, um, a short-sighted, willful ignorance that people have developed in this exponentially larger way from then, where they can just block it out. Like it just doesn't matter. Mm. I, think maybe. I feel like everybody's in survival mode. And to yeah. that point, I'm so curious about this. The, the little image I have is stupid, but you know, when like all those lobsters are in a bucket, none of them can get out. Do you suppose it's helpful to have empathy? Because my, my impotent, what I wanted to be like, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you're going through that. Me too. Also me. Yeah. I don't know what is i think there's also that the lack of like you can't get anybody to like really recognize what you're going through because the person you're telling you're just like oh god but look what you're going through so never mind so i feel like it's also real like even to therapists you're just like this is this is real hard yeah, uh, like you can't commiserate not being heard yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's you can like, commiserate but you can't be comforted uh, right, right right i think right yeah well, i mean right. that's i think the thing too it's so unprecedented there's no comfort in that oh when this happened last time we wait till whatever and like right. i just feel i just feel like un- unfixably broken like like it's um 
there's no end in sight. And then also just the fact that you would think like an end times kind of thing would feel sort of freeing. Like there'd be like a, like a blissful nihilism. Like, well, nothing <laughs> matters. Let's just spend the time with our fitness. But it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like, well, I don't know what the fucking point is. Well, I wasted a lot of years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the thing yeah. about nihil- the, the, that sort of freeing nihilism is that I've had, and I'm having trouble articulating this, but I've had this sense of like, this, if this is like the dawning of, the apocalypse it's so slow moving like you really have <laughs> yeah. a lot of time to look around and be like should i buy a gun <laughs> you know, like should I, like you really have a lot of time to plan for what well, you're, you're going like, to do and then like put it off for a 1k yeah well, i wish i spent <laughs> right? that money because yeah. we'll all be dead in five years <laughs> like Will we even have a thing to retire to? But okay, yeah. but but back to my question. But to the point of like, is there any sort of like immediate thing you you oh, how to do feel to feel better? Yeah, to make yourself <laughs> feel better. Like, is there? A, oh, yeah. And I know it's really hard, but is there anything you do? Like, I tried with music. I mean, I have comfort TV shows. Those tend to those tend to help. I mean, I'm you know I'm broken with TV, but like you know there there are funny sweet shows that are sort of life affirming. Like I've actually really come to love Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> it's really it's great. great. Um, but that the vibe of that is mm-hmm. so just like you just feel okay. Like New Hearts a show like that for me. Night Court's a show like that for me. Like and I'll just sit there and watch them. Uh, you know, and then also I eat like a pig i've seen you yes. i've seen some of the cakes you buy and i you have wonderful <laughs> tasting cake oh yeah i will literally overnight like a 200 hundred dollar cake uh fedex to my house <laughs> do you have oh a favorite God, that cake? is the way to live what's, yeah, your, um, favorite? what's your what's your desert island cake <laughs> oh that's a good question um well i th- so um junior's cheesecake in new york does a cheesecake that has cherry pie in the middle but and it's fantastic. That's one of my favorites. There's also a coconut cake, uh, a true coconut cake, not just a white cake with coconut in the frosting. Mm. Um, and that's really good. Um, there's also a bakery in LA that I miss because I haven't been to LA in so long called um, Valerie. Oh, yeah. And this woman takes all the signature recipes from a classic LA restaurants that have no longer exist and makes them. So she has like a brown, a cake that they used to do at the Brown Derby, which is this grapefruit cake and you know, all the old Hollywood and like some of her cakes are amazing. She has an Earl Grey tea cake. That's just like unbelievably good. Yes, she has. So there's this cake that my mom, my mom grew up in Northern California and she used to talk about Blum's coffee crunch cake, which was some oh, yeah. famous. Oh, do you know it? It's like mm-hmm. a famous coffee it's, it's a cake combs yes it's got yeah, like, like crunchy honeycomb. yeah crunchy like burnt sugar honeycomb stuff on the outside um so i surprised her for her birthday because this was like something she used to love when she was growing up so i had yeah so i found that and got that i got that for you, for her a few times and she loves it um oh my god speaking of things that are delicious i want to tell you guys about good chop they are america's online butcher with good chop you get a flexible monthly subscription plan for high quality american meat and seafood choose the medium or large plan and enjoy your favorite cuts of beef chicken pork and seafood uh delivered flash frozen for freshness and sealed with dry ice inside an insulated box just last night i was so i got out my sous vide machine again uh and Ooh. i have been the, yeah you know who's fancy 
I'm fancy. You uh, are. Allison. That's right. And I was eating delicious chicken breast that I had sous vide And I don't know if that's even the correct way to say What is the past tense of sous vide? I don't know. I had sous on. <laughs> but anyway, it was from Good Chop. Uh, so delicious. Um, so they give you easy access to high quality products, convenient, contact free delivery right to your doorstep, um, fully customizable boxes. Um, and we have tried it all. Uh, you can order well marbled Angus choice and prime cuts or get delicious 100% grass fed steaks, whatever you prefer. Uh, we had scallops uh, from Good Chop. So good. The seafood is sustainable. Sustainable and wild caught, whether you want salmon, Pacific cod, or something else, something for everyone, mouth-watering ribeyes, flavorful T-bones, wild-caught salmon, tender chicken breasts, and more. Um, and it's only the good stuff. Good Chop especially prides itself on sourcing beef that comes with no antibiotics, no added hormones, ever, 100% money-back guarantee. Go to goodchop.com slash bestfriend100 and use code bestfriend100 to get $100 off your first three boxes. Uh, Again, that is goodchop.com slash bestfriend100 and use code bestfriend100 to get $100 off your first three boxes. Goodchop, America's online butcher. Also, want to tell you guys about Brightland. If you're like me, you love olive oil, but there's a lot of inferior olive oil out there. Some quote-unquote olive oils are actually blends made with inferior or old oils damaged by exposure to light, heat, or air, or made with fillers. It's really gross when you think about it. This podcast is sponsored by Brightland, a California-based company that offers fresher, healthier olive oils and vinegars made only from the freshest local harvest grown without pesticides, never over-processed, and made without fillers or artificial preservatives. Brightland only works with small California-based family-run farms. Their partner farms use no herbicides or pesticides that harm workers in the planet and pay all workers fair and legal wages. So you really feel good about... Uh, you know, about the effect that you're having when you buy Brightland oil. Uh, only the most recent olive harvest goes into Brightland oil, and each bottle is labeled with its harvest date. Olives are harvested early in the season and pressed within 90 minutes of harvest for the highest quality oil possible with the best flavor. Brightland oils are shipped right to you in recyclable bottles that are coated to protect the oils from UV light damage, and they use sustainable packaging for shipping. If you love to cook, Brightland has you covered with the Duo, a well-rounded pair of extra olive oils that will elevate any dish. The duo consists of awake and alive. Things that I want to feel all the time. Awake is an olive oil full of robust flavor that works well with breads and hearty soups. Alive is a smoother olive oil, perfect for roasted vegetables and salads. And if you're like me, you'll taste each of them and you'll be like, I like that one better. No, I like that one better. No, I like that one better. You'll like both you'll you'll like both of them better. They're both so good. Go to brightland.co slash best friend to try the duo and give your cooking some added flair and flavor. That's Brightland, B-R-I. G-H-T-L-A-N-D dot C-O slash best friend to save 10% on your order of the duo. Again, brightland.co slash best friend to save 10% on your order of the duo. Thanks, Brightland, for sponsoring this podcast. Okay. So okay. Hey. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Renee, what do you do to feel better? Oh, great question. I, you know, it goes, it goes in two facets. So I think for me and then like, God, I wonder what's actually happened. Mine is always connection. 
I live alone, and so I'm lonely mm. uh, will always be what's actually happening. So if I'm going to be healthy, I will uh, take a walk and connect with nature and the dog. I'll <laughs> call a friend. I'll text somebody. I'll write to connect to myself. But more often than not, I'm not feeling healthy, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, so I just completely numb out. Uh, and I'll do that with TV or a, uh, a middle-aged woman will get herself on TikTok and scroll mm. and scroll uh, just to like, I'm not acknowledging this. This isn't happening. That's one of or my, my, but I don't necessarily do that when I feel sad. That's like my, uh, in fact, you'll know this if you're on TikTok. You know that TikTok <laughs> sound that's like, it's like a reward. Yeah. <laughs> I like to get well, in bed. Yes. Yeah. I like to make my room really cold, and then I like to make my bed warm, courtesy mm-hmm. of a heat pad. And then I get in, and then I put on my reading glasses, and then I scroll TikTok. And that is like, and then I feel that's I feel very happy when cool I'm doing as that. Fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So, I've been doing. It's comforting. It is. It is yeah. like. I get the dog, like, I just want to sit and hug my three dogs in the nice warm bed all the time in the cold room. But one thing I've been doing that's, I don't know if it makes me happy, but it's like a nice distraction is I started reading like music magazines again. That's good. And I have like my old spin magazine alternative rock record guide and just flipping through it. Like I can put on my smart speakers and like read about an album and then immediately listen to it that I haven't listened to Mm. in years and years and years. And that's been kind of fun. Although occasionally I'll be like, Oh, I remember when I listened to this when I was 15, (laughs) but it sometimes backfires, but that's been like a somewhat decent light. There's never a bad time to rock and roll, man. (laughs) Tony, what about you? Fest drops. Uh, kind of the same as everybody else has been saying nothing it's it's a constant struggle to figure out what's gonna work but yeah it's usually just ends being uh snuggling on the couch with the dog watching some tv or listening to music That's about what it. about does playing do you play drums when you feel upset um it that actually is often helpful uh but and it's weird i always forget that it actually is helpful but it does <laughs> tend to help um but it's hard sometimes to feel motivated enough to do that, and pl- or or if it's like late at night or something too. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. So, I've been building guitars. Whoa! <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea how to really do it, but I've been doing like buying broken guitars and like building and refurbishing guitars, oh, wow. which is fun. But then when I finish, I'm like, I fucking that was a waste of fucking time. <laughs> or like, you know, I'll be like, oh, this is this is gar- what the fuck. <laughs> so but- it's like a weird. It, it's good in the moment, but then after I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of nothing matters that is going on, right? And it's none of it matters. This is the, uh, even intense, intense things. You're just like, eh. Wait. Uh, and I don't know if that's. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. You go ahead. Oh, I, I, again, I don't know if that's a coping mechanism or a revelation, but it is uh, the, I think. I'd be curious to see, and this is, might get dark, so maybe we shouldn't, but what part of ourselves do we think is unrecoverable? What, right. Like, what part will we not be seeing again? Um, and I think, I think mine might be the hope that it's going to work out. They're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, all right. Mm-hmm. I lost my hope. Now um, I just kind of cope. <laughs> yeah. Wait, put it, hang on. I want to come back to that. Ken, are you making electric guitars? Yeah. And, like, are you soldering and stuff? Yeah. 
Oh my god, that's cool. Why do you feel bad about it afterwards? Because sometimes they like don't sound great, or like I didn't do a great job soldering it, or I was like I just spent a week repainting and like clear coating a, like a guitar for no reason. <laughs> but and that's now really I have, cool. Like, Fifteen guitars. Like, I donated some to like a kid's music program. It's not like they're expensive. Like I'll buy a box of like broken guitars for like $50 and get like three guitars out of it. But I feel it, it's, I don't understand the, I mean, I don't, I, I, do, do you, but I don't understand the shame. This seems like such a cool thing to do. I just it's feel like I'm not cool good thing. at it. And then sometimes like, but you're I, learning. And I've always had this problem. Like if I don't do something like I have like an un, unobtainable goal. Or I'm yeah. Like, oh, well, this is, there are people who do this and I don't do that. Like, well, well, well this is, uh, you're speaking Daniel's language. Daniel, who's like one of the, <laughs> who's good at nothing. <laughs> no, that's no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> being really hard, being so hard yeah. on himself is what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. And he'll be doing like an amazing piece of art. And then he'll be like, I think maybe I'm like a little bit better at this. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Can confirm. Oh, that's double. Yes. Have seen it. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I, I definitely relate. Ken. I think, can I chime in on what makes me happy? Please Please do. (laughs) Thanks everyone else. (laughs) Um, First of all, drawing these days has been like, it's all I want to do um, because it's just like, I feel like I'm, I can get better and I can just like spend the time. I can see results and it's like, it just feels good to do it. Uh, spending time like sometimes <laughs> just spending quality time with the boys often, even though it can often be a huge uh, headache because you know it's just like work it's like being you know like i say it's like being chief stew on a on a yacht for ultra rich um Cause they're but uh but also there's just like that sweetness uh and then um i took up jogging like six months ago and even though that i sometimes have to push myself to get out the door being out in nature we have this you know we're we're close to a great running area and it's like being out in nature and the fresh air it's so stupid because you know you're it's like your grandmother would always go get some fresh air but it's like you know what that actually does make Mm -hmm. me feel better and um the routine of that now where it's like i'll go and the sun is sort of setting uh it's like it it does help the state of mind but you know renee what you were talking about with like and and Ken, you were talking about this too, this thing of like the purposelessness of it. It's like, I definitely relate to that in a huge way, but I also think maybe in some ways it's a good thing because I think we're so like, we live in a society that's like brainwashed us all to think that you, if you're not productive in a particular way, then you're basically useless. Like right. your life has no purpose. And of course, it's insane. I mean, there's people who have disabilities and they can't work. Does their life not have meaning? Of course it does, right? And so you go like, sometimes it's it's not a bad thing to just pick up a, I, I t- I'm saying this to, to justify the fact that I do this. I'll, I will get hyper-focused on something that is completely f- freaking like has no point. Like I, yeah. I made... Like I make like a statue and it's like, why, why did I do that? I spent. Well, show us the statue, please. It's 
for the for Patreon. I like that. It's Holy cow! Twin Peaks. Oh, it's Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh, it's Daniel. That's you got remarkable. Captain Cup and the man wow. from the other side. You, that's right. Oh my god! He sculpted uh, that from nothing. That's amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. But but why? Like you have. I could have been spending time. Like it's not like I'm gonna have a career making that. Yeah, it's like did you it's not like, like the, the, the that's what matters. The skill yeah. or whatever that I that I develop doing that is gonna yield anything ever. Um right. it's just you know fun. And I'm I think I would f- often feel very like oh, I'm wasting my time, like you were saying, Ken. But I think lately I'm trying to change my thinking about that and say like it's worthwhile engaging in the process of creating and it's okay to do things that don't have a benefit to society or whatever. You don't, not everything has to be um, producing for the world, you know? And, and, and it's hard to feel that way when there's so much, so many problems. I feel like, why am I not out in the community, you know, volunteering or whatever, but it's like, you got to take care of your soul, you know, and that's yeah. one way to do it. So, you know, and then Ken, you gave those guitars to kids. Like, so it's totally not <laughs> at all. Like, useless. um, agree. Ken, you interviewed, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. The, the brother from Rob stone. Yes. Don't yeah. Kevin from Mr. Yeah. Belvedere. Yeah. How was it? The it's older great. brother, the one yeah. who everyone thinks there was that urban legend that he was Marilyn Manson, but he's not. No, no. <laughs> he was roommates with Doug Benson. He, um, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he directs now. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I've now had all three of the children from Mr. Belvedere on my show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, and the entire NBC, uh, ABC 1988 Battle of the Network Stars team. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> How now, did they it? confirm the story about Belvedere sitting on his nuts? So, yes, we did talk about that. Um, so I had Bryce on, and Bryce, who was Wesley, was like, that absolutely didn't happen. And then, like, six months later, he called me, and he's like, that did happen. <laughs> and he said that Kevin, I mean, uh, that Rob told him that it did. So I asked Rob, and Rob was like, well, I'll, tell, I'll say this. Christopher had to take a few days off, and I'll leave it at that. Oh, oh wow. So... Uh, basically confirmed, but that story came from Doug Benson. <laughs> okay, because Doug Benson okay. used to go to all the tapings because he basically <laughs> lived on Rob's couch. <laughs> I did not know that. What was the sister's name? Tracy Wells. Yeah, Heather. what was her name on the show? Heather. Heather. And what's she doing now? She's a real estate agent in the Valley. A very good one if you need a rent or a house. Get uh, out! Real estate advice. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. She's like a very successful real estate agent. Um, I think I would go to Sharona if I needed a real estate, a realtor. Isn't she a realtor now too? Didn't I tell you? I used to talk to her all the time. Sharona from My Sharona. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's yeah. a big time realtor out here in, in LA. Uh, that makes sense. When did you talk to her? Tracy? Um, no, 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 no. I was asking. Sorry, I, no. I was asking Daniel when he talked to Sharona because he just said he I was to working him. for a producer who was buy who was looking to buy a house, and she oh. was his his realtor, and so I talked to her. I thought you were accusing him. Like, when did you talk to Sharona? I thought you didn't talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but news to me. God, maybe we should go to Tracy Wells if we need a realtor. Um, 
Okay, I think it is time to say hello and welcome to our new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, so I say hello and welcome to the new patrons. And I'd like to remind you guys, this is recorded ahead of time. So this is not, by the time... So you might be hearing this and you might be thinking, I have signed up. Where's my shout out? Just don't you worry. It'll all be taken care of when we don't even worry. Okay. Hello and welcome to Karen. She signed up for an annual subscription. Hello and welcome to Jean Bean Baxter. Yes, the one Jean Bean Baxter. And hello and welcome to Allie and Bean uh, who signed up for an annual subscription. So... We now have Allie and Bean listening. I love you guys. Hello and welcome. I hope you're enjoying it. And I think the pr- I think what made them want to sign up was Tony on a friend zone episode. So thank you, Tony. Um, so I'll like uh, I'll just invoice you. Yeah, just invoice me. <laughs> <laughs> just subtract it from the forty thousand you owe me for producing in, in person. Um, yeah. So reminder: sign up for an annual subscription, get two months free. Uh, a what deal. a de- what a deal! Okay, speaking of money, you guys, Tony feels strongly that self checkout in stores is superior to um, regular checkout, and I just want to know how you feel about it. Ooh, excellent sound effect! Ooh. I don't like self checkout. For me, I find it stressful because I feel like. Uh, Something is going to go wrong and then I'm going to be holding up the line and then I'm going to be trying to find a person to help me. And it's just I would rather and I'm like an introvert. So it's weird that I'm opting for having and having to interact with someone. But I steer clear of self-checkout because it never goes well for me. I agree. It's every single time something goes wrong and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I bought that seltzer. I didn't make the (laughs) thing. And then they're like, it's fine. It's fine. But you feel like an idiot. And and also kind of like. I'm paying supermarket prices. Why am I doing a job they pay other people to do? Oh, the dark side of people who don't like self-checkout. Has anyone tried those? I mean, Amazon is kind of the devil, but has anyone mm-hmm. tried their new su- the supermarkets, uh, mm-hmm. the fresh ones where you don't oh, pay? Oh, no. There's I have one not. close by to us. Yeah, but no. Is there? Interesting. Yeah, there's one over, I think it's on Lancashire or it's over there in like North Hollywood. I like that idea. Like you literally just fill your cart and leave. <laughs> they bill you. <laughs> <laughs> the SNL sketch of that was fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen it. What happens? <laughs> great. They did. They did a great job. Uh, it was. Oh, I bet that works out well for white people. But if you're not white, <laughs> this is something I don't believe I can trust you. On. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like scary. in the old western where the guy throws a gun at someone's foot and they're like, "Pick up the gun." <laughs> it's like you're gonna I don't know. pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Renee, yeah. self-checkout? Self-checkout. Yeah. Well, and I'm so curious to hear Tony's case of why right. he is His for defense. it. I am also for, I think the only time I won't grab it is if I produce. I kind of don't know the code. What's bananas? Right. Anybody know what the You got to look it up in the is? booklet. Yeah. Um, but no, for the most part, I, I like it. It's, it's fun. It makes me feel capable. All right, yeah, but the code understand. is usually on the little the little stickers that are on the oh, produce. Okay. Well, too late. I already bellowed to the store. What's <laughs> the code for bananas? <laughs> All right, we Nobody got two responded. pro, two anti. Daniel. Well, I'm going to split the difference, uh, and I'm going to say 
I don't mind it if it's a few items and I'm at the grocery store, but I made the mistake of doing it at a CVS. And um, the problem at a drugstore is that many of the items require assistance. And I don't know about the drugstore closer to you, but at ours, it's very low staffed. And I had to wait a long time. And I could have just gone right to the thing and been out of there. So never again. That's, you're making my point. You have underlined and highlighted my point. But at the drugstore yeah, or at the yeah, supermarket, if you're just getting a, a couple things in and out. Although I always feel guilty because I used to work at a, at a grocery store. You know, those are often union jobs. These are people who oh, you, you know, feel like a scab. You feel like you're crossing. It's a little line. bit like, it, you know, there's a Ralph's near my old uh, apartment. And when I years ago, when I moved in there, the Ralph's, they had no self-checkout. And, you know, you get to know the people who work there and it's like, oh, so this is like a, a, a woman who has a couple kids and she's middle aged, whatever. And then by the time I moved out, they had the self-checkout and her job was no longer interacting with people. It was standing next to the self-checkout waiting for people to make a mistake or whatever. And it's just like, those folks anticipate needs, the likes of which I have never seen before. Right. As I'm asking for, well, how do I, she's already there. She's got it. Do you need a bag? Absolutely. Nope. Actually you do this for the credit card. They know they've seen it. They've seen it all. There's a guy who works there. There's a guy who works at the Ralph's on Olymp in West LA on Olympic and Barrington who no one's going there daniel oh you're talking about jimmy <laughs> this guy i forget his name he will he will as he's checking out he'll he'll create like rap the whole time he'll rhyme everything Maybe they are going that there. you're that you're checking out and it's like musical and it's amazing um and it's like tony wants to put that guy out of business I will say the worst self checkout is at Home Depot and Lowe's. Like the fact they even have it there is ridiculous, and every single person I see try to use it is an idiot. There's no choice self- at our Home Depot. You have to do self checkout. They're like self checking out with like nine foot long boards and like cinder blocks. Like you can- that doesn't work. All right, Tony, defend your honor. Well. I live alone, so I'm usually not buying a ton of groceries or anything. So I, I'm usually not. It's not like a ton of things I'm buying. So going through self checkout is always easy. And as I said the other day, I pretty much do all of my errands during the week because my schedule allows me to do that when places aren't busy. Um, so yeah, it, it's just all like I've gone to places if they are busier, and I'm only buying a couple of things like. I've literally gone in stores and noticed people in line and then I go get my thing and go through self-checkout and I'm out of there and they're still in line. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were like an advocate. Like you'd notice them in line and be like, come with me to the (laughs) self-checkout. There are no lines there. No, 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 no. We got it. We rely on you guys to need the checker mm-hmm. so yes. that we can get it. Exactly. That being said, I've yeah. only done like Instacart for the last two years. Same. I've not been in a supermarket. So it's kind of academic. Same. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. I, and I used to love the grocery store. The weirdest thing would happen. Daniel and I would go to the grocery store. And for some reason, Daniel, I hope you're okay with me revealing the, the secret intimacies of our marriage. Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> 
This is good stuff. For some reason, around the frozen food section or somewhere else, I would always wind up putting my arms around Daniel and just like feeling such intense affection for him at the grocery store. Yeah. I don't know why. It's kind of our thing. Of course, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It it wasn't a sensual kind of thing. It was just. It really wasn't. It really, it I just. It feels like family. It's a family <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah. We went, to, just, we went to friggin' Maui and like one of the first things we did on our honeymoon. And one of the first things we did was go to a, a grocery store, like a pavilion. And he was so and pissed was, about that. And oh, it was see, like did, exactly like our pavilions. I'm like, this is like just being at home. I know. And I, I was traveled, like, I love that. Was that. Like, my go-to would, I always go to the grocery I used to love, like, going to the grocery store every week yeah. was, like, the highlight of my week. I go up and down every aisle. Ken. I just, like, really enjoyed. We should well, travel together. Yeah, yeah, maybe you should travel with us. Yeah, I like to go up and down every aisle, too. That's my thing. It's <laughs> my thing. And I think the grocery store has set the scene for you with that music yes. playing along because the exact same thing that makes you feel affectionate, I think, makes single people feel profoundly lonely. And mm. oh boy, we'll buy so much more. We'll oh my God. So much more I forgot to about this. The soul. Very early, it's, just I me think or it's every- scientific. Very early, yeah, just sure. me or everyone. I think I brought this up. I, I, um, I had Mark Marin on my show in like the first it was like one of the first 10 episodes of my show i think and my guy that played skippy on family size yes no but (laughs) i actually had mark price on my show too not on allison rose's new best friend the podcast but when it was allison rose's new best friend no maybe it was the daily allison my web show i have exchanged i I know mark (laughs) price but anyway um and i remember he had some crazy story he was telling me that does seem like him um okay so anyway I had this like, there was a period of time where I would go to the grocery store. I would hear Evanescence. I believe that was who (laughs) played the song Need You Now. And I would fucking burst into tears at the grocery store. And I was already dating (laughs) Daniel. And then I would tell, and I don't know if you remember this, Daniel. I would like tell Daniel about it or I would think about it. And then I would burst into tears again. I do remember that. Is it Evanescence? to the bottom of that? No, I never, I never did. I'll I'll admit this. um, Oftentimes at the grocery store, for whatever reason, when Duran Duran's uh, (laughs) Say Your Prayer For Me comes on, I will start crying. (laughs) Sure. Only at the grocery store. And I don't know why. What is (laughs) And I think I Need You Now might be Lady A. Oh, that sounds right. Yes, Um, that makes more sense than evidence. Duran Duran, (laughs) Lady A, they're all coming for you. Do you guys know that song, Need You Now? No. Oh, yeah. It's a quarter after one. I do know that song. It's like my eyes are getting wet right now. (laughs) What is it about that song? I don't know, but it makes me really sad. Well, it's the 21st century Michelle Branch. I guess. Wait, yeah, which sure. one is Duran Duran? Which is your which is your sad song? Say a prayer for me now. Save it till the morning <laughs> after. Or Ordinary World will also do it. There's something yeah. about walking down an aisle and hearing a song at the grocery store that, yeah, it's a lot of emotion It'll happens at a grocery store. It'll get you. But anyway, It'd I was looking at... To see- I'm so sorry, Austin. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I, I was so sorry. <laughs> I was looking at my credit card summaries uh, for, for the year and just thinking like, damn, we have spent a lot more on groceries than we would have if we had been shopping in person because 
Instacart and the tipping and all that. I mean, and I'm in favor of that. Thank you for risking your lives so that we could just sit on our asses. But it's <laughs> it's like way more expensive. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Renee? Mine, it didn't matter. I was gonna, I wanted to see an experiment of, I wonder how the music in grocery stores started. And was it because without the, in the absence of music, everybody's just annoyed and irritated. Maybe. What, I'm just curious to see. They're just how. walking around you not crying. Have gone into a store with no music and it's really uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. You're like, no fun. What's, is everything okay? Are they being robbed right now? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a dry shopping experience, a no music shopping fun. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time to do iTunes comment of the week. This is where we read an iTunes comment from a listener. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. This one is by DHJDDBJ. U-G. <laughs> D-J-Jug. And the headline is three kissy, three lips emojis, Uh-oh. five stars. And then it is a bashful face, a lips emoji, and a bashful face. Thank you. N- not no thumbs one up. thumbs up in there. Not one <laughs> thumbs up. I feel like it's so, it's exclusively sincere and positive. <laughs> is that the bashful face? I don't know. It's like a, mm, you know, it's like a smiley, happy mm, kind of face. Do you know what I mean? Which one? Like the eyes are kind of like, mm, here, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that yeah one. that's the one. That seems bashful Patreon.com yeah. tells Alison Rosen. And in love. It's like a contentment. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm doing You guys, I feel I'm really, I nailed it. Yeah. I mean. That's I, it. I'm not good that's at doing it, it like yeah. face impressions. Get on Patreon. Like you could be in the next emoji movie. <laughs> I got to take a face of myself doing this emoji. I mean, a picture. <laughs> A face of myself. Take a face. <laughs> Take a face of yourself. <laughs> You're gonna be oh, impressed. Remind you, this sure is an uh, audio yeah. podcast mostly. Sure. Well, I know, but to I know the episode. And we now can, we can I am it. gonna let everyone go. But here's a little thing I'm springing on everyone. After this, Tony and I need to record a promo video for a special thing we're doing that is a secret. Um. <laughs> but I've revealed it on the Patreon bonus episode. But also, this sounds more exciting than the reality. Though. It's a it's a very low level, low stakes secret. <laughs> but I need everyone's acting abilities in it. So okay. initially, so I so on the episode, I'm going to ask you guys to do a little bit of acting. Now, I got to figure out how to do this since you, you're coming in blind and you have no idea what you're doing. Um, so basically, what I need from you is, Daniel, you're involved in this too. Uh. I need, Daniel, I'm going to give each of you your lines. So Daniel, I need you to go like, this is a joke, right? That's one of the lines. You know, mm-hmm. Daniel, you know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like um, and then, so like, this is a joke, right? And then, like, is this a stunt or something? Um, so uh, I'm gonna put it on um, speaker so that it'll just okay. So could, Daniel, could could you do that, please, to the camera? All right, ready? Yeah, slate, slate. What's your name? Age, agent. <laughs> this is a joke, right? 
great. And then now, um, now can we please get, um, is this a stunt or something? Something like that. You know, make it your own. Is this a stunt or something? Make it your own? (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I think we can do better. (laughs) Okay. Is this a stunt? Is this a goddamn stunt? (laughs) The fuck is going on over here? And then can we just get one? Just like throw it away. Maybe a little a little less uh, dramatic. Hey, what's this over here? What are you what are you doing? <laughs> I like that. But but that was like great. the guy about that to get killed perfect. in the slasher movie. Yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, what are you oh, doing? Oh, it's you. Yeah. What is this? What is this here? All right. Thing that I'm gonna you're doing? I'm gonna put what it what we're doing in the chat so that um <laughs> you guys can know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Cool, cool podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, uh, okay. oh my Cute. God, anything could happen. That's going to be the promo <laughs> yeah, you of it. Know you know what could happen. That's yeah. So Renee, we need a couple lines yes. from you. Just basically like, wh- it's it just like, you know, it, it could, any, anything along the lines anything. of like, like what? Like, this is crazy. Like, I, are you, have you really thought this through? Like, are you, are you, are you nuts? Yeah. Anything like, anything yeah. like that. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> well, that's not going to work. I haven't seen it happen before. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be successful. What are his credentials even? Oh my god, that was so good! That. Okay, that was really good. David Huntsberger was saying how how you're a great actress, yeah. and yeah. I have now seen it with my own two eyes. Sure, that was yeah. so good. Oh, I know we were like so much after the show. We're like, no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, this is no, none of this. Is no, you talked to her, right? Yeah. There's no way. All right, no uh, Ken. Right. Ken, what are you feeling? What do you feel would be? What's the Ken Reed take on this? Why would you do that? Mm. Oh, that's so good. <sighs> Nailed it. Oh, Nailed my God. It. It. Yes, you guys. Thank you so much. This thank is you. non-union, so you're not going to see anything in your bank account, but I <laughs> appreciate Oh, my God. Thank you. I expect nothing these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminds me, uh, guys, uh, if you wouldn't mind joining me for a meeting, just think about unionizing Allison's guests. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm up for okay. that. <laughs> um, for this. you guys this has been so much fun thank you so 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 much um, I would like to remind everyone that I have a newsletter if you need me delivered to your mailbox I think you should sign up for that it's free <laughs> alisonrosen.substack.com is where you go to sign up it's me in word form also some pictures sometimes uh and uh, uh listen to my other podcast childish and upworthy weekly and make sure you subscribe to this podcast and leave us a nice comment please five stars and uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on twitter and instagram and uh renee where do we find you and plug whatever you would like to plug oh sure i think these days you can find me on the Allison Rosen show occasionally and I'm happy to be here. I I'm such a snooze fest. I my dog is still kind of fun on Instagram. Yeah, so he, he is. is Tugboat the Fluffy Pit if you like pit bulls. Uh that's that's where he is. Other than that, I don't have anything to promote these days. So I'm not really active on social media and I'm sorry. That's okay. Your dog is enough. Um, thank dog. you. Ken, what thank about you? you? 
I'm still doing TV Guidance Counselor every week, up to 560-something episodes. Nice. Uh, I don't know if I'll do stand-up again. I don't know how to do it anymore. Like, I know how to do it, but I don't know how to do it to get people to let me do it. Um, but that's iCanRead.com, and I'm at Kenneth W. Reed on social media, and the show is at TV Guidance. Oh, here, here's the guitar that I made for people Whoa. to see. That looks Ooh. amazing. Look at that. that that's extraordinary. Yeah. Nice. Did you, um, it's glittery, it's like metallic green. Did you paint it? I did, yeah. What kind, what, like, what, uh, like, what body was that? What was it? It's, uh, it's like a, it was a busted up Les Paul Jr. That's so cool. Wow. You could be the new Les Paul. Maybe somebody. (laughs) Dead? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) all of us, though, eventually. (laughs) Dead after corporation ripped off my sides. (laughs) Yes. Tony, what about you? Oops. Can you skip Daniel? I know. I forgot. I, I got my order wrong. Daniel, what about you? Um, well, you can follow me at Daniel Quant's Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on texting if you can figure out what my phone number is. <laughs> you can, um, I like and that. And I'll be on That's this show. <laughs> you can follow me on this show. God knows. I've tried to get out of it. <laughs> it's true. I'll follow you every sunset jogging. Yeah, you could follow me and that would be weird. But fun for both of us. Exciting. And uh, Tony, what about you? Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. Wonderful. You guys, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Yeah, Alison Rosen is your new best friend.